Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And we are back. Hour number three. Pharrell coast to coast on a Wednesday. Carver High. And Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. It is great to have everybody with us here today. We'll do lots of NBA, uh, or shall I say NBA, all the NBA for tonight and last night. We have a lot of college football for Joe, as I usually give him a bunch of the coaches on a Wednesday leading up to game day. Uh, and we have the hockey and the college basketball for tonight as well. So a big final hour. I mean, I don't know why you guys both had to do this to me. So Mafia and Joe basically at the same time sent me the like cinematic cut of Aaron Rodgers practicing uh, with the Jets at Florham Park today. Like the one Joe, like Mavi says, we want like the slow motion, the snap, yeah. him lifting yeah. the arm. I'm like, please. I, I, I mean, just <laughs> this is the stuff. This, but Joe, this is why he's back. But no, any any normal player would just be like, I tore my Achilles. I, I'm out for the year. I, I want to get healthy. Make sure I'm there for the offseason program. Make sure I'm there for training camp next year. Not this guy. He's got to make it about him so that we can watch these dopey slow motion cinematic videos of him throwing passes, uh, you, you know, to uh, Alan Lazard, who doesn't even play anymore uh, for the Jets at practice today. Like, do I need that, Joe? Is that what I need? No, but it's, it's you know, it's all about Aaron. You know, this is what it's all about. This is what the Jet fans signed up for and they have a basically a, a coach that puts up with it because he's he's a puppet the, the coach is a it. puppet well, yeah. the coach you see here's the thing like this is now the, all the jets brass and their hierarchy they need to find a way to get people to stop talking about what another miserable failure this season has been so the way we're going to stop everybody from saying what a disgrace we are again is we're going to do all this Aaron Rodgers uh, stuff in the final month of the season to kind of deflect away from our awful play is the slow motion videos and Salah up there with, you know, you know, he's looking real good. And, you know, I'm sure Joe Douglas and Woody are, are sitting in their offices all, all excited. What could it be? People will, maybe people will stop talking about us picking Zach Wilson now because they're seeing all these Aaron Rodgers videos floating around the internet. It is such nonsense, Joe. It really is. Uh, when you think about it all, we do welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Byline. Great to have everybody with us here today. Okay, Joe, a few things from the NBA last night because uh, I was into it. I think I got you into it a little bit. Uh, we had Coach on the radio show. He was with us yesterday on C2C, and that was the in-season tournament, which we now know who the eight teams that made the knockout round are. A couple things. First, the Kings and the Warriors played a crazy game. The Warriors, Joe, were destroying the Kings. I mean, they were up 20-plus in the second quarter of this game. The Kings come all the way back in the second half. Here is the finish for you on TNT with our boy Malik Monk putting them ahead for good. Chance now to move on in the in-season tournament. Brian, this game's got to go overtime. Kings have a chance to take the lead here. Wiggins with five fouls. Monk drives on him. Monk hangs. Game 
24-point wow. comeback for Sacramento. Tomato. They are now in the final eight of the in-season tournament uh, knockout stage, Joe. What a melt by the Warriors in that second half. And we, of course, couldn't get Curry. Uh, we couldn't even get him to five threes, let alone six threes. So bad job by the Warriors last night. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't have the mental resolve to put it away after they're up by double digits. They lost the killer instinct, Carver. You know that as well as I do. I mean, Clay Thompson inconsistent. Steph Curry picked the game that he's going to, you know, pour in 35 and 40. It wasn't last. I mean, they could have used it, right? Has the final shot, doesn't step up. I mean, come on. I mean, where's the defense? They don't play defense anyway. Right? But you know as well as anybody, you you bang them up a little bit, they sort of fold. So, Kings, credit the Kings. That was a gutty win. No doubt. Uh, I have a couple clips for you here, Joe. Just kind of show you both sides of last night in the NBA. First is De'Aaron Fox. The Kings come all the way back. They win. They advance into the knockout round, as I said. And he feels, Joe, that the juice was there, that this lifted a normal uh, November NBA regular season game. I agree with him. Here we go. Yeah, I think the in-season tournament has done, I feel like it's done great. I feel like it's done wonders. Uh, you feel like you're playing significant games whenever there's an in-season tournament games, and obviously they were trying to win by a certain amount of points so that they could advance as well. So um, I think it's done nothing but good things. Uh, obviously, you know, we want to get to Vegas and be able to be one of those first teams uh, to advance to a Final Four of the in-season tournament. So um, I'm extremely interested to see how that would play out. I'm extremely interested as well, Joe. But now let me give you the other side of the coin uh, from last night when it comes to this. So, yes, you had an exciting game with Sacramento and Golden State, but teams like the Celtics and the Knicks had to humiliate their opponents in order to win by enough to make sure that they can get into the knockout round. And the Bulls, you know, they emptied the bench. Gabe was mentioning earlier, Joe, like, Donovan was, like, mad because they were fouling uh, Drummond. Uh, they were doing the hack of Drummond when they were up 25 points because they knew they had to win by a certain amount. Here is Drew Holiday. Uh, he's happy the Celtics won, but uh, thinks maybe we could do this in a different way. Drew, how weird was it going back in the game? Seven and a half minutes left, up 30. It was a little weird. I don't know. Uh, I guess maybe there's some things I don't agree with, but I also know that there's rules, and um, we also want to win. We want to make the tournament and have the best seat that we can. So I don't like it, but I understand it. What part of it? Uh, not like just kind of running up the score? Where you yeah, running up the score. Um, I get the point differential, but it just feels weird. Uh, kind of like you're kind of disrespecting the game and, and your opponent. It's basketball. Um, Especially You're an when, NBA player. I mean, obviously they do what they want. They didn't have their starters in. But, um, you know, it just, like I said, it feels weird, but I also understand. Yeah. Well, Come too on. bad. I'm with Come you, on. Joe. I don't want to hear it. You know what? Go out and thump them. Who cares about – you think that, you know, Zach Levine and, and, and Vucevic and these guys on the Bulls got on the plane last night being like, man, you know, did they really need to embarrass us like that? No. They went and got their check and they got their meal and they're on to the next city, Joe. They're not worried. They understand what's going on here. And I think the Celtics care about winning this thing, Joe. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's not like Oklahoma playing uh, Mercer College in, in football. I mean, you know, it's not – I mean, these are professionals. I mean, step up. I mean, I, I agree. you know, Donovan, you know, I'm mad at Donovan. I hope he gets chopped. He put his reserves out there. He's gutless, too. Stick him out there for completely Joe. four quarters and 48 minutes. I don't want to hear it. If I would have known that, why, he, he basically laid down? You let the starters get out there and get beaten to a pulp. Really? Uh, Get Celtics, Celtics kept their guys in when there was a 30-point game trying to pour it on more, and Donovan waved the white flag. He had everybody uh, emptied the bench, Joe. Uh, while <laughs> yeah, you back this team all the time. Bulls are your squad. Uh, they're, you're, you're, it's Joe Lisi's team in the NBA. Pharrell Coast to Coast will come back, look at tonight's games, and then college football. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and... 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High, Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Okay, Joe, so here's the eight teams that will play next week uh, in the quarterfinals. Uh, the winners will then go to Vegas for the Final Four and the championship game uh, next Thursday and Saturday. Here you go. Lakers and Suns. The Pelicans will play the Kings in the West. The Bucks will play the Knicks and the Pacers will play the Celtics in the Eastern Conference, your knockout round action. That's tough. I'll tell you what. Mm. I want to take the Knicks, but I don't think they have the heart to get it all the way. How about the The Pacers? The Knicks are the long shot of all eight teams, Joe. If you wanted to take uh, the in terms of the eight teams to win the entire thing, the Knicks are 17-1. to They are the longest shot. Give me, give me the Pacers. You know why? Because they play high-scoring games. They shoot. They score. You're never out of it. Give me the Pacers. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, they would have the, the tough road. There is potentially you got to beat Boston and Milwaukee uh, with both of those teams getting in, and we know how good they are. Uh, I like. I, I think the Kings are going to be in the finals too, Joe. I, I think they're going to beat the Pelicans, and they're going to beat the winner of the Lakers Sun game. Uh, I think they got a little bit of something cooking right now. That's for sure. All right, first week, Joe, that I'm breaking this out for you as well, and that is with uh, the best and the worst against the spread. We, of course, have been doing this all season in the NFL and in college football, but it is time, Joe, to start taking a look at this in the NBA. Uh, And I really wanted to do the worst uh, for a reason you'll see in a moment, but the best, the Magic, 14-3 and so far against the number. The Nets are up there, the Thunder, the Sixers, the Rockets, Knicks, Pelicans, T-Wolves, Pacers, Kings, the best teams against the number. Wow, I mean, look at the Thunder. 12-4-1, right? Playing well. That's amazing. They play well on the road, too. So, I mean, again, uh, it's early. It, it, what is it, 82 games regular season? I mean, we got yes. we got an eternity. I'm going to start to fade some of these teams. I can tell you that. Yeah, but we're hitting the quarter pole. You know, we're hitting about almost the 20-game mark. You get to the quarter pole, and then we can start to assess things a little bit here. But the real reason... Why I wanted to do this uh, with you today was for the worst category, and I wanted you to see who is the worst team against the spread uh, so far this year. Uh, and look there at that. Is. Oh, the Bulls at 6-13. and 13. Uh, The worst team against the number. Hawks, Grizzlies, Spurs, Warriors, Hornets, Nuggets, <laughs> Lakers, Bucks, Clippers, Cavs, Pistons also on the worst yeah. list. Usual suspect. Look at Steph, 6-11. and 11. Look at Dame Time and Giannis, right? Terrible. Uh, no shock that LeBron and AD are on there. Never step up when they're, you know, when they need them to and get over their point total. Typical suspects. There you go. Uh, over, over and the under. Uh, we overs have been good for a lot of these teams. We have a bunch of teams, Joe. That as we know, uh, we play the over every single night, uh, and those are the Pacers, the Suns, the Mavs, the Spurs, the Sixers, the Hornets. And the Bucks on the underside of things, the Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, yeah. Grizzlies, Lakers uh, on the other side. Yeah, well, that's like Kawhi. You're lucky if you get four quarters out of Kawhi when he's out there. It's always a half, you know. To, but you know how I know because you bet his total. That's how I know. And he starts out one of eleven, and then he pours it on in the second half after they adjust his number down from like twenty-five and a half to eighteen and a half. Then he goes over. 
That's a typical Kawhi type of night. Him, How about you play give him credit? Pour give him credit for this, Joe. He's played every game this year. Uh, give him credit for that. He's played every you game. You know, you so forced me to talk about this stuff, and then when I bash guys, it's not good enough. All I said was give him credit. He's played every game. He's played oh, every game so far guy, this year. Listen to what we're saying. Give him credit. He's played every game. He's an NBA player making millions of dollars. Did you ever think in today's world with the likes of the great Michael Jordan, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, I mean, Larry Bird, you want to put all the great names in basketball in the late 80s, early 90s, and 2000s, that we're, we're praising a guy for playing every game. That is exactly what we're doing, Joe. Uh, we're praising the guy uh, for playing every game. That's what we are doing. I'm you know sorry. What's uh, that's right? You know what's on the horizon, right? What's Load that? management, Kawhi's all of a sudden going to tweak something. There it goes. The teams aren't aren't doing the load management this year. Everybody's in the mix. Uh, everybody's playing everyone so far. Here we go tonight. The Lakers, off of a 40-plus point loss in Philadelphia against the Sixers, are in Detroit tonight against the Pistons. Minus 7.5 for the Lake Show, 229.5. I can only look Lakers, right? You're telling me LeBron and AD, are they going to play tonight? Yes. Are they gonna, yes. All right, so they're going to get yes. over their total then, right? Oh, no, we're going to yes. pull them in the third. I, I don't know. That I can't tell you. But uh, I know they're starting the game. That's about as much Lakers, as I can give that's you. that's my pick. Play in the first half, Joe. Play the Lakers in the first half, then. I'm, I'm playing so for the dialed in on this college basketball. I'm seeing it so clearly. Ooh, like, all right. I'm, we'll get like to that. Like Superman. I'm zoned in. Uh, the Wizard, Wizards are in Orlando. Did you know, Joe, that the Magic are 12-5? and five? To start the year, they're laying nine and a half at home against the Wizards. Two thirty-four and a half is the total. Is Penny Hardaway still on the Magic or no? No, that's no, a, that no was a penny. long time ago. All right, I'm just no checking. Penny. Uh, no penny. I gotta take. The, uh, I gotta I'm, take the I'm Magic. On, magic. I'm on the, the over. Over for me. Uh, Wizards are one of those over teams. You play the over every single night. The Suns are in Toronto. Back-to-back for the Raptors. They played Brooklyn last night. Suns come in a little rested. Minus two and a half for them. 226 and a half. You get Durant and Booker tonight, Joe. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raptors. They, they, they have more mental resolve than that glass house uh, in oh, terms yes, of Phoenix. Yes, series. What a mental resolve. <laughs> what are you doing? They lost to the They're Mets last color. night. Toronto's blue collar. The Phoenix Suns uh, aren't. All right. The Jazz are in Memphis against the Grizzlies. Grizzlies minus three and a half, 224 and a half is the total. Uh, Marketing's going to be back for the Jazz in this one. I like the over in this, Joe, 224 and a half. You might get me in on that, but I'm in on the Grizzlies. I think that's the right side. In on the like Grizzlies. The, the Rockets lost in Dallas last night. Now they are in Denver tonight against the Nuggets. Minus eight and a half for them, 214 and a half, a low total tonight. <laughs> They're going to get smashed. Denver or bust. Denver, Denver or, bust. or bust. They are yep. going to get smashed. Uh, Joe just came in. Uh, and finally, the Clippers and the Kings in Sacramento. Kings with the big win last night at home against the Warriors. They, of course, are now on to the play in uh, the in season tournament quarters. And the Clippers, if you remember the other night, Joe. They were laying 11 and a half at home against the Nuggets, who had no Joker, no Murray, no Gordon, no no one, and they let uh, Reggie Jackson and DeAndre Jordan light them up, uh, and they lost outright. Now they are one-and-a-half-point favorites in Sacramento tonight. Yeah, this is a Kawhi game. I'm taking Kawhi, and I'm taking over his number. I'm going to lay it. You are so gutless. You just <laughs> sat here, and you destroyed the guy <laughs> For, Look, for a whole minute picture. and a half, you that's just took it was like it was a pinata standing above you. You had a pinata above your head, and it was Kawhi, and you're just hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And now Not... you're gonna come over here, and now yes. you want to back him against yeah. the, against the Kings tonight. You're yeah, unbelievable. Lay one and a half. I Why? can't believe you. I really can't believe you. I just, it's amazing, Joe. It is. I think I missed, guys. I'm sorry. Philadelphia, New Orleans, Sixers minus two and a half, <laughs> 229 and a half the total. I'm on Embiid and, and Maxi and the Sixers tonight. Well, this is the one that I like the total. I think it sails through the 229 and a half tonight. You sails through, sailing yeah, away. Like they get into the 240s, 250s. 
All right. How about that? So I like it. There you go. Your night in the NBA. Me and Joe, of course, uh, tonight, Carver and Lisi will be on for a bunch of those games. Uh, and last night in bed was good. Coach gave me those third quarters with the Celtics and the Knicks, Joe. We can't close uh, last night. We'll have to try to find some more. <laughs> Pharrell, coast to coast. On a Wednesday, we'll come back. College football for Joe. Conference championship week. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Thanks for being with us here today. All right, Joe, before we keep moving on, BetMGM has you set up. $1,500 first bet offer from them. Bonus code SG1500. This is for all new BetMGM Sportsbook account users. All you got to do, four easy steps, download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. That is BetMGM's $1,500 first bet offer bonus code SG. One five zero zero. All right, Joe, it is time. We have 10 conference championship games in college football this weekend. Uh, the race to see who will be the four teams in the college football playoff will come to a close this week. I have for you last night, uh, the second to last, the penultimate college football playoff rankings from the crack crab and lobster committee as they got together. Georgia won. Michigan 2, Washington 3, Florida State 4, Oregon 5, Ohio State at 6, Texas at 7, and Alabama at 8. Those are the only 8 that matter, Joe. Correct. Uh, You're absolutely right, and I think they got it right in terms of the top four. Again, we know that Georgia and Alabama are going to square off, so Alabama sitting at number eight potentially could get into the top four. I think Washington deserved to be there in terms of the road win over Oregon State and what they did over their arch-rival Washington State this past weekend, even though they didn't cover. Still to go 12-0 and is deserving. Same thing with Florida State. I mean, they did it with Tate Rodemaker. They fell behind 12 nothing. rallied, covered, won that ball game 24-15. What more can you ask for? I'm just going to tell you this again. I'm going to echo these sentiments, and I've heard this throughout the gambling world and, you know, Twitter and X, and I'm just going to say this. If Florida State takes care of business, and I think they will against Louisville, they deserve, number one, to be in the college football playoff. And I don't care what they make the number. I know they're 15-point dogs to Georgia, potentially 7-10 to 10 against Michigan. They can play from an interior line perspective with anybody in the, in the top four. And that includes Georgia as well. So thinking that Florida State's just going to be smashed in the first round is uh, amazing to me. I'll take that shot 
and I'll be the one be, uh, behind the, the Seminoles at 25 to 1 to potentially knock down that door because the trenches is where it's at. You know, I, I was kind of uh, thinking about this earlier, Joe, um, and I might have mentioned it at some point as well. I feel like if you, if you think any of those teams are going to win this week, and I'm talking about Florida State, Washington, you know, you look at their numbers to win the national championship, and they're all in the 25, 30 to 1 type of range. If you believe they're going to win, play it that way, and then yeah. you have – then you have because they're going to get in. Like, I guess Florida State might sweat a little bit depending on what other things go on or – or what the you know the committee has for breakfast on Sunday. I mean, I mean, who knows, Joe? That I think Washington's a little bit more certain. If Washington beats Oregon on Friday night, they are going to be in the college football playoff, and you're getting a healthy number with them right now. And with four teams left, Joe, when you have tickets like that, you have options, right? Absolutely. And and here's the other thing too, Carver. Uh, there's not a team that we talk about, and when we talk about the top eight, right? like a TCU last year. I mean, you know, and what I mean by that is if you take Georgia and Alabama out of the equation and you take Michigan, Texas, you look at Washington, you look at Oregon, you look at Florida State, these are teams aren't TCU last year. I know people no. might think that, you know, Florida State is like TCU. TCU got a couple of scares last year. TCU got a scare against Oklahoma State in double overtime where they won it 43-40. They got a scare later in the year against Baylor and Waco where they needed a last-second field goal. And they got knocked off by Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game. So, so this is not the same type of assessment. You know, you're talking about teams in the Pac-12. I mean, uh, to go undefeated in that regular season is a testament to what DeBoer and Washington have done. You know, so so can we stop already? And I know maybe the ACC is down, but this is still a, a Florida State team that knocked off LSU that by 21. That knocked off Clemson. I keep saying it. Gave them their third home loss for the third time in eight years. You know, that's at that particular point after Clemson lost to Duke, Clemson still thought it had a shot at an ACC title and a college football playoff. So can we stop with the negativity around Florida State because Jordan Travis isn't there? It's ridiculous. People haven't watched college football then. As they much as I don't. Yeah, go ahead. Ridiculous. I, uh, as, no, the uh, front seven as... is legit. The front seven for Florida, they have athletes at every level. I mean, Keon Coleman played against Michigan, you know, in the rivalry game when he was at Michigan State. You know, Johnny right. Wilson, Keon Coleman, they, they have playmakers. I don't want to see them in the playoff, Joe, but I won't <laughs> deny if they win on Saturday, they deserve to be there. I'm not going to sit here and say that they shouldn't we're be We're putting in. this Louisville team, too, and I know they're very good. They haven't allowed a 200-yard rusher, but they also lost as a 7.5-point favorite against a, a beaten-down, terrible Pittsburgh team. Yeah. And they lost to Kentucky that didn't beat anybody yeah. in the SEC with Devin Leary at quarterback. Okay, they right. lost to Christian Velo and Devin Leary in terms of their two. And we're making Jack Plummer out to be like he's the second coming of Stephon LaFleur's and Lamar Jackson back in the day. Can we stop? He couldn't cut it in Purdue. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to a bunch of these games because I have some of your favorites. Let's start with Georgia and Alabama because we haven't really spent a lot of time on that yet this week. Uh, and we have to start with Nick Saban. Of course, we know Georgia and Alabama, maybe not a traditional rivalry, Joe, per se, compared to some of the other ones that Alabama has in the SEC. But when you play so many big games against each other, championship games over a long stretch of years, Nick says you start to develop that kind of a rivalry. And then, you know, some of these other sort of rivalry games, as you call them, uh, aren't traditional rivalries, uh, but because there's two really good teams playing, uh, and it's been historically that way for a while, um, they become those kind of games. And, you know, that's kind of what this has become. So, um, you know, you don't get an opportunity to play against a team who's won, you know, 29 straight games very often, uh, which speaks to their quality. 
uh, but it also speaks to the challenge and the opportunity that you know our team has in preparing for a team like this. Yeah. 20 it is crazy joe 20 yeah. 29 straight games uh that they won and he's going for the big 3-0 against nick uh on yeah. saturday uh, that that is pretty wild for kirby well yeah it is, it is amazing too in terms of uh, i believe the number is like saban's been like four an underdog four or five times throughout his career and or recently, and like four of them have been to Georgia right now. Obviously, the SEC championship a couple of years ago, he was an underdog, right, in terms of that ball game. Or maybe, yeah, I, I believe he, they won it and they, the over came in. I, I remember he was a one-point dog against Georgia with Mark Richt, won that ball game. Uh, you know, they were one-point dogs. It was a dead under. I'm leaning to the under here, and I, and I like I like Georgia a little but I think I like the under a lot more. And the reason why I say that is I don't think Milrow and Saban are going to want to open it up against that secondary. They want a lower scoring game, take it into the fourth quarter. Let's utilize Jalen Milrow's athleticism. I lean to Georgia, but I also think the unders to play in this matchup. Let's hear from Kirby uh, here, Joe. Of course, Jalen Milrow has gotten better and better as the season has gone on, including uh, that touchdown pass to win it against Auburn last week. Here's Kirby's thoughts on Milrow. No offense to Tim Tebow, but he's he's th- th- this guy's different. You know, Tim was, uh, you know, I mean, he was just it's different different running style. You know, very different running style in terms of uh, what they did and, and how they did things. Um, this guy's, I mean, it's like when I was when I used to ask. My, my sons who they were playing with on the Madden game and they would say I'm playing with the Ravens and I would say why are you playing with the Ravens and they would say I got, they got Lamar Jackson and nobody can tackle him well this guy's a, a bigger physical version of, of that he's playing in a different speed uh, than everybody else when you watch it and that's the way the Madden game was for him and uh, yep. you know people can the guy throws the ball really well uh, I'd say, look, I, you're not wrong, Joe. I mean, I know that Jalen Milrow probably not <laughs> talked about in that kind of level of those other guys that he was saying there, but I just think the improvement. I mean, remember in September how much we were bashing the Alabama quarterback situation? Oh, yeah. Remember they had the week where they didn't even play him and they sent the stiff from Notre Dame out there, right. uh, Buckner nice and, Simpson, and, and Buckner. Simpson, you know, just – now look at where they are. You got Kirby Smart up there comparing him to Lamar Jackson and Tim Tebow. No, I mean, he's definitely not like Tebow. Uh, again, Tebow was a big bruiser and runner that used to do it actually between the tackles. And that's not saying Milrow can't do that, but he does his damage out on the perimeter. And I think that's where if you're Nick Saban, you don't want to potentially get into a shootout with Carson Beck because they do have the better passing, more consistent passing attack I think it's an underdog, though, and I lean to Georgia. Very good ball it was game. It was six and a half yesterday, Joe. Now five and a half yeah. for Georgia in this game. All right, for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday, we'll come back. Got a couple other games to rip through. We're back on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. Okay, Joe, Friday night, the Pac-12 championship game will take place in Las Vegas. Uh, you should actually go out there, Joe. You could do the double. I know that uh, Sharapen said he'd pick you up at the airport. You could do Oregon-Washington yeah. Friday night. And right. then Boise-UNLV Saturday yeah. afternoon. And then just take the red eye back uh, Saturday right. night. And we'll have you back uh, back for pro football today on Sunday morning. Yeah, so we'll have miss you all college football today, our show. Yeah, I'll be there right uh, Have the seat warmers yeah, ready, Dave. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Ducks and the Huskies. Of course, Bo Nix is your favorite for the Heisman right now. Can he sell it up on Friday night? Here is Dan Lanning in his chair talking about Nick's. I understand you're probably focused on other things right now, but you've got Brian Kelly making the rounds on TV telling voters why they should vote for Jane Daniels as Heisman. Curious you anything to say about Bo in that case? Well, Bo's obviously an elite player, and we're still playing football. I think that speaks to the caliber of player well, that Bo we're is. Still you know, the fact football. that we're competing for you a like championship. Thing, you know, he's a nation of passing. Yes. It's obviously, God you know, I'm, I don't memorize all of Bo's statistics, but just watch Bo play and watch how much of a difference he makes for us. Um, but just as important uh, of that award, you know, what that is to Bo and our team, um, he's more excited about getting to play in a championship game this weekend. Looks and like I think anybody that's watched Bo Nix play, the caliber that he's played, recognize that he's. Uh, definitely deserves merit for that that award. Oh, so yeah. you heard her two that's twice in that little clip there, Joe, that Lanning mentioned it. At the beginning he did where he's like, he's still playing football. And then at the end he goes, he's playing for a conference championship. So Dan uh, basically laying it on right there uh, that Jaden Daniels isn't playing this weekend. And basically, the spread tells you Washington should not step up or even show up in Vegas. The game's already decided. I told you, that's it. It's over. All of the, all of the, this game's over. I like this. It's over. This game's over. All of the gurus. This game's over. Don't even suit up. Roma Duze, don't suit up. You know, Michael Penix, don't suit up. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a waste of time. Everybody knows Oregon's going to win. And why are they doing that? Look, I, I, here's what I know, Joe. And I, I don't know if I want to go as far as you with don't you know with the way that you're laying into this. But what? Oregon, Oregon might win this game, but nine and a half seems like it is. That is just a lot of lumber for yeah. these two teams with, with the way that they they played each other in Seattle earlier in the year. And I mean, I go, I brought up the point the other day. Like I'm a little worried. Oregon hasn't played any close games. You know, they, they've played two. Uh, they played the Washington game, which they lost, and they played the Texas Tech game way back in September. I mean, even though Washington hasn't been, quote-unquote, as impressive, they've been at the end of these games and been in late-game situations, which maybe is going to help them out here on Friday night. Uh, styles make fights, okay? And maybe Oregon does have the better offense and defensive line and, and from a physicality perspective, but... From a tempo perspective, Michael Penix and Washington have the receiver core to go toe-to-toe with the Ducks in this ballgame. That, and that's why I am intrigued to see how it plays out. I will say at the start of the year, and you can go back to 2017, and that's a long body of work. Oregon was under 500, actually at 20, 20 and 24 overall. They were technically and statistically not a very good road team. You look at the road games this year. They didn't co- well. They technically shouldn't have covered against Texas Tech. They got the pick six with 30 seconds left. It was a one-score game. They lost, but covered against Washington because of the hook, and they beat up on Utah. Those are the three big games that you could say that we could look at. So they really haven't. Yes, they won uh, all of them, right, with the exception of Washington, and they covered two of them. But at the end of the day, they you know, I go back to Michael Penix. Washington has the type of wide receivers to challenge them over the top. Pinnock's, I think, is going to play this game with a chip on their shoulder. And this is the team that's undefeated. I know they had it in their house, but I still like Washington. And you know what? Screw the screw the nine and a half. Give me the plus 290 on the money line because Washington has no shot to get into the college football playoff unless they win. I think they know that, and they, they take it on their, their, their hands, and they win the ballgame outright. Outright for Joe. Outright. 
uh, well, for Washington. I mean, am I wrong? Oregon, because Oregon. Washington knows that as dominant as they were, I if they disagree. lose to Oregon, they're going to put in either Texas. They're out. So, uh, which they're is out. unfortunate because last year TCU got in the same way, losing their conference year. championship. It was a different year. Uh, you know, there there wasn't as many good candidates last year that i mean and this changes from year to year you don't you don't have a situation like this year where there's a couple of teams that aren't in the top four right now that have a good enough resume to be there and you have that with the texas you have that with alabama you have that with some of the uh, you have teams that are ready and now you also have this ohio state uh as well that they've left at six um, who has one loss and isn't playing this weekend and has wins against Notre Dame on the road and, and, and things like that. So I just think last year was a perfect storm for not only TCU, Joe, but Ohio State, because they got in too uh, after losing the but, game but to Michigan. I, you, you, and I know from the handle perspective, depending upon the book, it seems like a lot of money is on Washington. But I gauge this just from the perception. You look at everybody's bowl projections. You look at everybody. Nobody seems to think Washington's got a shot to win this game. It's like you survey, right. oh, yeah, the eye test, Oregon's much better. Uh, okay, great, but you still got to win the game, and you still got to beat the team that beat your ass in Seattle in early October. Okay, so until you do that, then I'll give credit. Until then, in my opinion, Seattle is the team, and that's why I'm going with the Huskies. All right, uh, let me get you a couple more of these, Joe, and, and I'm probably not going to get to them all, but I'll save one or two for Friday when you're back with me before these games. Uh, let's hear from Sarkeesian. Of course, Texas is one of those teams that we're talking about. They're right on the outside. They have the Big 12 title game at Jerry's World against Oklahoma State. Sark says we've come this far. we got to go a little bit further. Uh, I mean, it's it's awesome. Um, you know, one thing I, 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 I talked to the team about today, actually on that point, was – we didn't come this far just to come this far and and you know there's more out there for us to accomplish um, yep. and that was a great celebration Friday night but that that wasn't the end right that was just another checkpoint in the journey yeah 14 and a half Joe uh, 55 and a half for this game we've brought this up a lot weird stuff has happened in this big 12 title game I, I think Texas is going to win this game Joe but over two touchdowns with Oklahoma State, with provided that they play the game the way we think they can, which is giving Gordon a rock, controlling the football, things like that. I, I think they can stay within this 14 and a half. I think so too, Carver. You know where I stand with Oklahoma State. I understand they're they're basically five to one to win this game. I get that, and I understand the line opened up at 11 and a half and 14 and a half. And Texas has been the best team in the Big 12 up until this point. However, I will say this, a lot of pressure on Salk to win this game, you know, and he hasn't been in this spot. Gundy has, and Gundy maybe hopefully learned from what he didn't do in terms of that ball game where he lost to Baylor. Now, that was a tighter spread. It was a different team. The, and, and Texas typically we has one of the best rush defenses, not just in the Big 12, but in all of college football. But that has to be the M.O. for Mike Gundy. Shorten the game. You don't have the advantage at the quarterback position. Force mistakes. Get Texas to force and, and maybe potentially beat themselves. Look, I'm taking the 14 and a half. I'm sitting on a 60 and 46 to 1 ticket for Oklahoma State. I might hedge in game, but run it, Ali. Let's run it right to the title. I'm not backing down now. These pokes alive and just wear the black helmet with the orange pant and we're going to win the ball game outright. Joe needs to basically monitor that live number, that entire football game. Like Joe needs to have it glued to his hand because Joe, you need that game tight starting the yeah. second half. Cause if you can get the game tight, <laughs> even by then the favorite, you know, well, like you were saying, what was it, what is it now? It's it's six or seven hundred or something like that. Minus six hundred. It's, it's minus six hundred. You get you it know. under two, Joe. You yes. get it under two, minus and you're going to have a chance. One forty, one fifty. Yeah. But but we know the mo of Oklahoma State is that the past couple games they've started slow and had to pull these games out in the second half. They can't do right. that against Texas. They have to be all no. dialed in. They can't put the ball into Bowman's hands early. Get this. I'm telling you, shorten the game, take eight-minute drives, and just grind it out. 
Uh, I'm going to save Norvell for you for Friday. So we'll do Norvell uh, heading into the Florida State-Louisville game when me and you to get together on Friday here on C2C. I can't save Kirk Ferentz because we never give these guys any kind of credit. It's been hardball. We've already, it's Michigan, they've already won the game as well. So people like underdogs, right, Joe? Usually people like to root for heavy dogs. You know, the spunky underdog against the big heavy favorite like Michigan. Yeah. For some reason, obviously, that does not happen here. Nobody expects or wants, it seems, Iowa to win this football game. Kirk Ferentz was asked about that yesterday. She would love not to love us. I, you know, that's okay. I mean, just what it is. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's me. I don't know. I thought, you know, I'm thinking I'm a decent person. Be. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, and we don't, we don't, you know, broadcast. I mean, we've had some success, but yeah, you know, we just try to let our play speak for itself. And uh, I'm, I'm extremely proud, and I think all of our players are proud of what we've done here the last three, four, five years. Uh, if you look at the numbers, they're not bad. Um, but I think, you know, there's also a stylistic part and maybe, you know, we're not uh, oh, you think? pretty enough or, or whatever it may be. But, the, you know, the objective is to win games. Try to find a way to win. That's what you try to do. And that that's uh, our guys have done a pretty good job of that. So, you know, we're proud of what we've done and proud to have earned our way into this thing. Yeah, now, you know, we got a hell of a challenge on our hands. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, we got great colors. I was easy to spell. Great colors. I, I mean, that's really. Screen, so I don't know. That's a good question. Like that, he's got great colors. No. Great on the screen. Twenty-two and a half, uh, actually now. And uh, what do we got to total? Thirty-five and a half, Joe. I think Michigan cleans the total by themselves. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'll go back to you know when I it was exciting, Kirk, when you had Brad Banks and you had Fred Russell and you had Tim Dwight. You know, those were teams where at least you could score some points. Okay, when you have Deacon Hill, 11 of 28 completion percentage for 94 yards and 3.4 yards per pass attempt. You know what you are? Gutless. You're converting 26% on third down conversions. If you didn't play Michigan State and Northwestern and Nebraska and Minnesota and Wisconsin, all gutless offenses, you wouldn't have won 10 ball games. So stop. Joe, all of you, you always get fired up about Iowa. You really do. Uh, there are five other games, obviously not as high profile uh, as the big heavies that have to do with the college football playoff. Liberty looks to complete an undefeated season against New Mexico State, who's been very good this year as well. Joe, you, of course, have the MAC game in Detroit between Miami of Ohio and Toledo. We have the Boise UNLV game, SMU and Tulane, which has a lot of juice to it, and App State and Troy as well in the Sun Belt. I like Miami O. I just voted for their kicker for the Lou Graza. I had a vote. He got my number one. He, I'm telling you, you, seven of seven from 40 to 49, and he's perfect from 50. Give him the Name award. Name dropping it. Name dropping that you're a voter for the Graza Award, huh? You got to drop that in before we get out of here here on C2C today. I vote for the best kicker. I said it. I give it to the kid from Miami of Ohio. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast, we'll come back. Uh, I'll give you the college basketball for tonight, and we'll wrap this one up. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um... 
And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. Before we get out of here, Joe, there is college basketball tonight. In fact, seven more games in the ACC SEC challenge uh, that they have been having. Of course, last night you had a whole bunch. You get a few more tonight, including Tennessee into Chapel Hill, North Carolina. It's a whiteout tonight, Joe, for them. Everybody's going to be wearing the white shirts. You've got Texas A&M and Virginia. Florida visits Wake Forest. Duke and Arkansas, a really good game tonight. Vatek at Auburn, some good ones for you, Joe. Yeah, I see this clear as day, Carver. I gave you a five-dime special with the cat, the cats last night laying the six and a half. I'm laser focused, baby. Take Tennessee. Ricky Barnes plus the one and a half. Outright plus the 110. And the over, Duke, Arkansas. We're going to run it back like the national yeah. champion years ago. I like this I like Arkansas, Joe. I could get with you with the over, but I actually like Arkansas with the points there at home against Duke tonight. There is a couple of other games. You've got BC and Vandy, Georgia and Florida State. I Georgia and Florida State, they might play each other in another sport, Joe, uh, very soon in college yeah. as well. Uh, it, won't also, it won't be <laughs> It will not be nine and a half when that happens. You also have a couple games in the Big Five Classic. St. Joe's and Villanova uh, is on your card tonight. LaSalle and Temple. Colorado and Colorado State as well. A little rivalry game tonight. Give me a little St. Joe's in terms of the, uh, you know, Philadelphia love there. I'm going to take St. Joe's. I think that can be live and rough. Uh, we talked about the hockey with Gabe earlier. There's only three games tonight. Uh, I do like the Canadians like Gabe did in Columbus against the Jackets tonight. Rangers and Red Wings are at the Garden and late night Capitals and the Kings in Los Angeles. Joe, I'll see you tonight. Carver and Lisi, 8 p.m. East on Sports Grid Radio. Game Time Decisions is next, and I'll be back with you tomorrow right here on C2C with Joe Ranieri. It's a Warren Sharp Thursday. Great job by Mafia and everyone. We'll see you tomorrow, coast to coast. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.